Firstly, Aaron, congratulations, uh, Challenge Cup finalists. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, you know, this is one of the goals that we set start of the season. Um, been a long process, but we got there. One more game here. Uh, be nice that it's at in this barn. Be pretty exciting. Atmosphere will be through the roof. Um, pretty business-like performance tonight. I thought of that we did most of the heavy lifting last week, obviously, and just had to make sure that we managed that first period. Didn't give them any life, no momentum. Thought we started well. Build that 2 nothing lead, and then the game was kind of, you know, set, set from there. Was it a little awkward coming into it with such a big lead? Yeah, you just, you know what I mean? You, you want to eliminate any risk. We decided to dress greener tonight as a backup just in case, um, you know, so we kind of took any, any of that kind of stuff out of the equation. And, uh, yeah, it, again, momentum's crazy in hockey, and they came back from a four-goal deficit in nine minutes in Belfast, mm -hmm. so you just you don't want to give them any life. And we, we, we tried to play winning hockey tonight, um, still compete level high that we battled um we got a couple guys in that room that set the tone every night so it's it's pretty easy for guys to follow which is huge um but yeah excellent excellent night the challenge cup is important to you it's the competition you've won before and good to be going back to the finals absolutely yeah i mean it's, it's about trophies and mm -hmm. you know um like i said this is one that we want to win it'll be great to have it here at home we don't know who we're going to play yet play yet but uh you know, I thought we played very, very good hockey, and you know, if we're, we're at our best, I'm sure we'll be happy with that. The outcome there. Talk to us a little bit about the new signing, Patrick Harper. Made his debut today. Only flew into the country a couple of days ago. Your early thoughts on on him? Yeah, I mean, it, again, tough little sample size to go through here, but I thought in transition and in space, he's creative. Will make plays. Um, good on the power play. He, he, he's going to help us for sure. Yeah, I think I don't think he'd been on the ice for a full week before he got here, and with only two skates, maybe he looked a little bit winded at the end of shifts. And um, but we'll get him up to speed here and, and kind of go from there. And a big night for young Cooper as well. He got some ice. Yeah, it was nice to see yeah. Sam. He's he's worked hard in practice every day. Um, you know, big skates well, moves the puck, you know, very nicely. And I, I thought for the minutes he got tonight, he did a really solid job. A day off, but then you're up to Glasgow and uh, then back here. Busy yeah, times. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be in tomorrow. Um, you know, we don't want to go a day without a skate before the day before a game like that if we don't have to. So we'll be in for a light flush tomorrow and kind of just dig into the details for the weekend. But we know it's another huge one for us. Okay, congratulations. Well Thanks. done. Thanks, guys. That's your head coach, Sharon Fox. Challenge Cup finalist, Jonathan Fernley. That's got a nice tone to it, doesn't it? It does, yeah. And the problem was tonight that we already knew that was going to be the case before this game even started. So a lot of this game was just kind of waiting for it to finish so that we could properly celebrate. Um, once the team had taken the lead in the first period and then won the second period as well, the third period was just a non-event really. I'm not going to remember anything from that third yeah. period. I don't think anybody else will other than the final 30 seconds and the standing ovation and the sense that it was... Uh, Finally real. Good for Tony as well to, to get us. He hasn't lost a game yet for us, has he? No, 11-0 and 0 now. Um, and again, that's one of the advantages to, uh, to that first leg performance is it meant Matt can have a night off tonight and he's then fresh ready for uh, a tough trip up to Glasgow. No disrespect to, um, to Gus, but I was glad that we went the one-two punch in the goaltending. We saw what happened just down there. The Dan, Dan Green just keeps floating back into my head. And it was important, I think, just to nullify any blaze efforts yeah it, it was because you try and sort of think well what could possibly go wrong and, and that was one of the things um I, I don't think the Steelers would have lost with Angus in goal but it wasn't worth taking the risk and giving them that chance 
it also means then that that thought is obviously in Aaron's mind. Will it still be in his mind for the final? Who knows? Okay. We'll talk about Patrick Harper in a second. We're on the away bench. We're just on the ice now. And uh, Steelers bench, and we'll make our way down the uh, players' corridor in a moment. Your first thoughts on, uh, on, on Harper? He moves well. He skates really smoothly. He's got he's to, of... hasn't he? Because he's so oh, yeah. small. He, I that mean, was the thing. He's going to have to there skate. were times today when he kind of just skated himself into trouble. And again, maybe just a little bit of sharpness. Aaron says he's not been on the ice much uh, in the last few, last week or so. Maybe that showed. Um, and he just couldn't sort of fight through any of the sort of body contact. But I think that'll come. And he's obviously still getting used to the, the systems, but he was part of a couple of nice little plays, particularly in the first period. And I thought, oh, yeah, we've got one here. So once he gets used to the way the Steelers want to play and where his teammates are going to be, um, it's going to be a lot easier for him because the, the lines got mixed up throughout the evening. So... It was never sort of playing with the same players. There was no Vanell, no Sorcerman tonight. I understand Sorcerman's just a little beat up, but he's, yeah. he's, he's okay. He'll play the weekend. And obviously, poor old Vinny misses out because of what they did with the Greenfield coming into backup, um, Tony. Yeah, it would be nice to see Finley Ulrich as well, but Hull had their own semi final. Uh, they beat Leeds 4 3 in their first leg. So this we sort of felt, oh, this would be a great chance to, to get Finley Ulrich some more ice time, but. You know, it just wasn't to be. But Shudra had shifters forward and D, so, you know, everyone got a chance tonight. And, as we said earlier, young Sam Cooper as well. Yeah, yeah, I say I've seen him quite a bit for the, uh, for the Steel Dogs this season. It's been a tough season for the Steel Dogs, and there's not really many opportunities for, for the defencemen to shine on the, that team at the moment. But nice to see him out there, and, you know, that's the good work done by the Steelers in the first leg. Because uh, don't think he's going to be getting much more ice time in, you know, <laughs> you know Steelers pushing for a league title... Uh, I think it's probably going to be more dogs action than it is uh, over here. I was hoping Daniel was going to walk down. He's speaking with Hayley at the moment. Let's go into the um, stretch room. We see Mike and uh, we'll see who else is about. Patrick's in there. We'll try and make sure Patrick doesn't escape before we've had a chat with him. The captain comes out. Ladies, if you saw this now, the captain's just come out of the shower. And uh, congratulations on your first final as a captain. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was great, obviously. Fantastic performance over two legs from the boys and obviously wrapping it up tonight. I thought it was a solid performance. Yeah. You missed the final, didn't you, a couple of years ago? I was stood next to you and you were punching me and punching everybody. You were a terrible watcher, but it'd be nice to go back there now as a player and hopefully in front of a huge crowd here. Absolutely. Like, like you said, obviously, I don't, I don't enjoy watching the game when I feel like I should be part of it. So that was a, that was a horrible one for me, obviously. Turned out great. We lifted the trophy, but not being on the ice and being part of it was, wasn't wasn't great personally. So I'm uh, I'm excited to obviously head there with the team and uh, uh, and compete for that trophy. It is still a few weeks away that final, but have you imagined, visualised, lifting that trophy yet, or is it just too far away at this stage? No, it's too far away for me personally. Uh, uh, I, I sound like a broken record. I'm always talking about it's just about the next game or the next day, work, working and concentrating on that. You never get too far ahead of yourself. It's just working on, obviously, now we focus on Friday. And how on earth did you dig that puck out of your skates? Because it was fired at your heel and you kicked it forward and <laughs> fired it in. That was, uh, you made the best of a, a pass that was awkward to deal with. Yeah, no, I managed to get out my skates. Miko found me in some good ice, but yeah, it was just a little behind me. I managed to kick, kick it up front and get the shot off pretty quick. So yeah, I was happy with it. What about this guy, 11 and 0? Hasn't lost a game yet and uh, takes us to the final. It's fantastic. Obviously, he made some massive saves for us tonight to, uh, to keep the game the right way for us and he's been fantastic all year round. OK, let's talk to him. Man of the match, Anthony Marone, and uh, great feeling. Yeah, I mean, it's a good feeling to win another game here. You know, we came in with good intentions and 
the boys worked hard from the first minute to the last, so that's uh, we got what we deserved here tonight. I've already spoken to you on the bench. That's okay, yours. okay, <laughs> so am I. Dominic, come in, Dominic. Dominic, come and come and join us on our uh, on our on our podcast. I don't think we've spoken to you on uh, on this yet. I don't know. In North America, I don't think they have cup competitions, but this is a, a big deal for us here, and I'm sure you've worked that out that going to a final is uh, a great achievement. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. I mean, uh, been working working for weeks uh, towards this. You know. Uh, we took care of business and uh, we're heading to the finals. Yeah. Talk just to us this game tonight because it was an awkward one being 6-0 up after the first leg, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a little weird, but I mean, uh, I think everyone in here had the same uh, same intentions, you know. we got to come in here and finish the jobs and that's exactly what we did. Patrick, don't go away. Patrick, don't go away. We were worried about you, Patrick, at one point. You went down. Come and talk to us. Come and talk to us. Come and talk to us. Dominic, thank you. Great, going to your final. But you're okay. Yeah, I'm fantastic. Never better. <laughs> Never better. No, uh, <laughs> it looked pain. Where, where actually did the puck hit oh, you? On the top of the knee, right between the shin pad and the pants. So, yeah, nice. that was awesome. But you're going to a final. I just said to Dom yeah. there that, of course, in North America, you don't kind of have cup competitions, but this is, this is a big deal over here. Oh, it's a very big deal. Like, you can tell people to get prepared for it mentally, but you don't experience it until you're here. So, yeah. right from the puck drop, from the first game, everything means a lot. Yeah, and of course, playing here at home, mm-hmm. there's yeah. going to be a lot of people here. That It's going to be crazy, isn't it? Exactly, a lot of people to impress. So, I'm glad we got the two points and we're going to the finals. You never fail to impress. <laughs> you never fail to impress, Patrick. Oh, Nicky runs off. He runs off. Josh. Uh, not Josh. Not Josh. Not Sorry, Jones. Daniel. God, I thought, I, I thought Josh was walking past me there. Sorry, Daniel. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. Challenge Cup final. Big achievement, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice. I mean, obviously, last year, I didn't get to play in the second leg of this, uh, so it kind of sucked watching from the TV. And um, Yeah, I know how passionate the fans wanted it, and, and obviously us in the room. Just unfortunate, but I think uh, yeah, I think we kind of took care of business. I helped going up 6 nothing in their rink and then here we kind of just gave them really nothing other than the you know the one luck that they had on a bad change I said I said to some of the guys earlier was it a bit awkward sitting here before the game being 6-0 up knowing it was kind of done but obviously having to go out there with the professional attitude to get the job finished yeah I think it's important when you're in this situation like this that to, to make sure that you keep your mindset you know into the game there's still two games that we have to play this weekend so it's a good thing to build on you know this game here can translate into Friday, Saturday, so I think that that's important. I think Kevin wants to say something. To you. Kevin, far away. Hey, how's it going? It's very well, Kevin. I thought you wanted to say something. Sorry, congratulations, you've made the final. It's a it's a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty important for sure. It's one of the things we were looking for at the beginning of the yeah. season. So one step closer, and now just one game to go. But it wasn't just to get to the final; it was to make sure the final was here. So there was no let up at any stage. Hundred percent in the group. Won both legs of the quarter and the semi. The team had to make sure that this was the venue. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was important for us. It's important for our fans, uh, especially after everything we've been through this year. You know, we wanted to, to bring something to the fans. And, uh, you know, we, we, we've had a group all year that we've just known we have something special and we're continuing to, to be special here. Okay, lovely. Congratulations. Well done, everybody. I think we'll leave the room and uh, Josh sidled past me. Now he's, now he's over there. We'll, we'll, we'll move on. I thought, I thought he was behind me and I turned around, he sidled off. You okay, Dean? Did you get some good pictures? Yeah. All in focus? Yeah. Nah, perhaps not. At least we got Haley's. That's all good. Shall we go and try and find um, Pete? Are we all good, Courts? We're all good? Everything's, everything's good? Even Kieran's here tonight. Everything must be good. Um, so we're walking now back towards the, uh, 
the media room. Have you have you got that Coventry stat at hand, or are you? Uh, uh, I've got several Coventry stats. At we're hand. all we're all alone. Okay, fire away. Have a listen to this, folks, because this is this is what a geeky maths teacher gives you. And this is these are some incredible numbers. Fire. In the last sixteen Challenge Cups, Coventry have won thirty-two games. Wow! Um, it's so another cup team, aren't they? So they've they made the semi-final in 2015, and before that, um, yeah, <laughs> not much at all. Um, obviously, they had a good run at the, the start of the Elite League era, but so basically, since they last made the final, beat the Steelers home and away in the final, um, yeah, they've won about 32 games. The Steelers, in the same time, have won well, about 100. <laughs> Um, even Guildford, who've only been in the league six years, have won more Challenge Cup games than Coventry have. Um, when did Guildford and Glasgow play their second semi-final? Uh, next week. Next week. So that's any, sco- any, that's anybody in your own head that you, you would rather have? We haven't beaten Guildford at home for two years. No, we haven't, have we? No. Um, Come on, you Glasgow clan. But then... Law of averages. Yeah, but then Glasgow have, have had some good games here. I remember the very first game Aaron Fox came to watch... Before he'd been appointed oh, as Steelers coach, yeah. uh, it was a Tom Barrasso game, and it was six-one, uh-huh. having well, but, lost to them six-nil the previous yeah. time we played them. Um, so okay. his first experience was yeah. a massive crowd, the Glasgow clan, and a thumping defeat. I'm, so. I'm kind of pulling for Glasgow because I think it'd be a better a better event. I think because you know, I think Glasgow would, you would look come at, and bring a load of fans. You look at Guildford, they've you know, come to the Elite League and they've already made one Challenge Cup final, they've made a couple of Final Fours. Glasgow have been in the league since 2010 and they've made one Final Four, 2014. So they're a decade mm. gone and they haven't made another final of anything. Not made a, they've not made many Challenge Cup semis either. Yeah. Um, so that, that fan base is desperate for something to cheer about, desperate for a big away day. They're always some of the loudest neutral fans at the playoff weekend. You give them a big occasion, like a cup final here. And I know it's a Wednesday night, but they're going to bring a lot of people down here um, because they've just been... It's a shame it's a Wednesday. I I can understand why it's a Wednesday. Yeah, of course. The scheduling this year with what happened in October, with what happened with the IHF and the Olympic qualifying and all of that. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's not ideal. And, you know, the, the situation for a lot of clubs is that you know they've got to have that game a week to keep the cash coming in, and also don't want just to get the game. Also, weekend. just to get the games played. Played, yeah. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a great occasion. I, you know, last year that defeat to Fife really hurt. It really did. But were we going to go to Belfast and win that final? I'm not I forgot really when sure. Daniel Champini just said to us that he was missing. There was yeah. controversy over well, that, wasn't he? He got suspended the day before, didn't he? The game did. before. Yeah, and obviously Christo scored what we thought was going to be the game-saving goal. Took it to overtime and should have won it in overtime. Valorant had a couple of chances, I think. Then we lost the shootout. But were we going to go and win in Belfast? I'm not so sure we were. Just for those people, just the who way have, the team were playing back then. Just for those people who on social media are going, oh, we should be giving the GB time more. Uh, preparation and oh we shouldn't be playing the Challenge Cup on a Wednesday night let me tell you when the original schedule was out mm. we were going a week longer mm-hmm. and there was no international break confirmed by the governing body then what happened the governing body wanted to more preparation time so mm. the elite they gave it them brought it a week forward cost us a home game here at the arena we've got mm. to play at I Sheffield and then this game was put in after the schedule was first um, sorry the um the pre-Olympic qualification tournament has been put in since the schedule was first agreed because the IHF have allowed Russia-Belarus to, mm. to compete. So um, that's why this was uh, being played next weekend. And that's going to be 
different, isn't it? No Jones, no doubt. You know, next weekend it's going to be it's going to be awkward, isn't it? And maybe even Brandon Whistle goes. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers have been without Brandon Whistle for a while, so there's not that immediate sense of of loss with him. But to lose two other players, you know, you lose a you know a key defenseman and and Dowd. That line of Dowd, Valorand, and Balmas has been together for a long time now. So it's going to be really difficult for someone else to come in and, mm-hmm. and make that. Do you change one line there or are you going to have to make multiple changes? It's awkward to deal with, but I think we play Coventry that weekend, do yeah. we? Yeah, and Manchester, isn't it? Yeah, so Coventry are going to be missing Johnny Curran. He was on their first line tonight. They'll be missing David Clements. Like for Manchester, like, well, they're missing, they're missing a couple well, of players. Yeah. yeah, so both teams are affected. So I don't really think it's that big of a deal. Okay, let's hope you're right, as Dean's just rightly oh, pointed that's, that's, out as that's, well. That's not to say we're not going yeah. to win the game or we're going to lose the game. Yeah. I think it's all teams are playing. Most teams are missing one, two, three players. So, yeah, let's just get on with it. I don't think Dean actually wants us to announce it now because he was very brazen a moment ago. Of course, Dean won't be here either. But we have got Haley replacing Dean and we have got Courtney replacing Haley. So, actually, I think we, we probably upgraded. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Everything uh, will be good. Any other subject matters to? Not especially. Um, I just can't get too distracted by that cup final looming because mm-hmm. there's an awful lot of important league games to play, and I know the you know the team is is well clear at the top, but the Steeds just need to keep winning, keep the momentum going. We don't want to be going into that cup final with a oh what's happening to the Steelers and oh we've lost two of our last three. Just keep the train rolling for as long as we possibly can. Okay, we'll see you on Saturday, 7 o'clock face-off against the Glasgow clan here at the arena.